Hey, welcome back to A Lot of Things. I'm Carlos. I'm your host. I'm your humble host for this podcast about things that you should check out because I do and read and see and play a lot of them. The things, that is. So I thought I'd bring them to you. That's what I do every week. Well, you know what? Mostly every week. I think the last episode was a week and a half ago. Two weeks. Who's counting? You're excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. Let's talk about things. And also, the show's going. But there's also So Video Games Podcast, which I also co-host now. My buddy Brad Galloway. So check out So Video Games Podcast. Uh, We talk about video games all the time, always. And for a long time, almost sometimes two hours or more, and I don't normally do that. But video games, I play a ton of them. And we've got to get through a ton of them because he also plays a ton of them. This is not that podcast, although I will mention video games on it because, holy crap, I can't fit them all in the other podcast. Now, bear with me. I'm clicking around on my computer, and you might hear the clicks. So I apologize for the clicks, but they're happening, and this is transparency, and this is the podcast. Fortnite disclaimer. I had mentioned in my last episode, or one before, that I thought it was shit, and it was a bad experience. I'll stick with that. A bad first experience. I did not enjoy my time in the Fortnites. But my buddy Brad, also from So Video Games Podcast, hello, this is a promotion. I uh, said that, hey, you know what? There's bots now. And if you would have jumped in the middle of the match because you're like early level, you would have faced, I think he said, 70 to 80% bots. And for me, that's good news. Because it means I might have had a chance at shooting some of them and being like an okay player and maybe learning some skills with the Z. But I was just afraid if I drop in the middle, it's going to be headshot, headshot. Someone's building a huge fort on my corpse, which is what happened the first time I played that game. So he says there's bots now. So you know what? To appease him, and so I'd, you know, do a fair and just assessment of this Fortnite business, I'll jump back in. And I'll go and I'll fight some bots and see if I feel awesome about myself. I might not. But I might. So let's see. Fortnite. That's my disclaimer. That's my housekeeping. I'm sorry, not sorry, but I'll try it again. Dolomite. You gotta watch My Name is Dolomite. Is that that's not the name of the show. The movie. Dolomite is my name. That's the name of the movie. Eddie Murphy. I don't want to call it a comeback. In parentheses, I've been here for years, end parentheses. But man, this is a great film. And I have not liked some of Eddie's recent films, and this is good. Standalone on its own, good film. Great story, very inspirational to you creators out there, including myself. And it also marks the return of a huge section of Eddie Murphy's uh, acting and stand-up career, because he's going back to stand-up. Been following that for a while. He's going back to host SNL in December. And he has Coming to America 2 coming out. And he's also working on Beverly Hills Cop 9 or whatever it is. Good time for him. That's what happens. You make stuff. You put stuff in production. You hope that it happens. uh, And then all of a sudden it shows up at the same time. Lots of times. 
and so he's got a lot of movies coming out. Uh, but this one, you need to watch this movie, even if you're not necessarily an Eddie Murphy fan. It's just a good story about an older gentleman who had a will, and there's a way. And he made something out of uh, just very little, and also some talent that he had, uh, and charisma. Some people say I have charisma. I don't know. Like four. Okay, maybe more than that. Dolomite is my name. Watch it on Netflix. It is good. Straight up. Lots of times you might listen to this episode or this show and go, hey, you know, I have heard of this thing he's mentioning, but I was on the fence about it. And now I trust his opinion because I only like good things. Well, all right. I like things that are uh, interesting at least. At least. And I'll uh, I'll take his opinion and be like, you know what? He's, he's, he says it's good. It's good. Dolomite is my name. Go watch on Netflix. Also on Netflix, watch The End of the Fucking World. Dose. Part two is out. Didn't even know it was happening. Was surprised it was even a thing. Very happy, though, because I was taking a trip to Portland. Needed something on the train. And it's like 22 minutes each or something. And eight episodes. So I did that thing. And I binged that thing on the way down to Portland. Finished it. I think it's a bingeable thing. I think it's a, you probably should have it all fresh in your mind and finish this thing. You know, other people call that a movie. It's just a movie, really. Think about it. Three hours or so. But very fucking good. And I will use that word because it's in the title. It's like they've come together. It brings a new character into the mix. Perfectly makes sense. I told my friend tonight, I said it, it reminded me of Fargo. It really seems to coming, hitting a stride. End of the fucking world, part two. Go watch it on uh, the Netflix. Also watch, if you're a fan of Twin Peaks or David Lynch, Twin Peaks actually explained. Google that on the YouTubes. Well, I guess you're YouTubing it. It's the same thing because of the same company. Twin Peaks actually explained. This guy breaks down Twin Peaks in a way that I had no idea. Really came out of left field. Uh, that video is four hours. So, you know, take it in chunks. It ain't going to be all like a one-sitter. But I'm still getting through it. And about 55 minutes in, you have an aha moment. And you're like, oh, shit. I can't see Twin Peaks the same ever again. That's straight up different in my mind now. And I'm excited to see where it goes. I think I'm two hours in now. Twin Peaks actually explained. Go YouTube it. I almost said Google it again. It sounds fun to say Google it. Google it. Or YouTube it. Here's another thing that's on YouTube that shocked me. And I was not ready for. And now I want to watch. Even though it's a B movie. Mandela Effect movie. I don't think they call it movie. Mandela Effect. If you're not familiar, Google that. Google that. It is... It'll throw your mind for a loop. The Berenstein Bears, Forrest Gump, go down the rabbit hole, you're welcome. But they made a movie out of it, and I'm like, how and why and how? 
it's a B movie, which means, you know, I guess that means there's not like a main actor or actress that you know very well. But I like that. That's fine. That just means independent film. And some of the special effects are a little simple, but it seems like it doesn't matter because it's more about the idea of someone being like, is Mandel Mandela is I was gonna say Mandelbrot, which is a whole other rabbit hole. Look up Mandelbrots. I was obsessed with those for a while. Is the Mandela effect real? That's what the movie's about, and um, it gets really into it. I am so watching this movie as soon as it comes out. Go watch the trailer. Uh, book, book time. This book is called Humans: A Brief History. Of how we fucked it all up by Tom Phillips, who I don't know, but is a comedian and scholar. Well, how fancy. This book is fucking brilliant. It's very good for right now. I'm going to read a little bit of it. Actually, I think I read some of it on the last podcast of So Video Games because it's important for right now for this country, uh, aka the world, but. Specifically, what's going on with the politics here and the kind of closed-mindedness that's happening all around. You know what? I won't read it, but I'll paraphrase, and I'll give you an idea. In the first couple chapters here, we're talking about our brains and why they do certain things. And they might have done certain things because that's how we had to survive back in the day. We had to make a split decision. We had to figure something out. We had to stick with that decision, and we survived somehow. But now in, quote, society and people are around you and you've got to like co-mingle and get along we still do some of the same shit a lot of this GOP a lot of this left right liberal democrat republican Trump is happening because people are just like no this is it like I've made my decision this is what it is you're wrong I'm going to watch all the same stuff that supports my decision left or right and that's it so you can just go fuck off. That's actually in our brain inherently. There's like a piece that says like your brain doesn't want to be wrong when it picks something, probably to protect itself in some way. So it actually doubles down even if it sees evidence that it's wrong. That's in your brain right now who I'm talking to, who's listening to this in headphones somewhere. That's in my brain too. We go, you know what? I think I got it. You know, I understand this thing. I'm going to tell other people about how I believe this thing. And if I'm an idiot, I'll be mean about it towards other people. There are definitely some idiots now doing that type of thing. Idiot, I think, is the wrong word. Asshole? Yeah, that's right. You have to be an asshole to, to double down on it and then recognize it and then still double down on it. But I'm also putting an asterisk next to that saying like, I kind of get it if it's in our system to do such things. So maybe not 100% your fault, but also recognize that it's in us to do these types of things. Then maybe we can change and listen and learn. That's it. I'm not going to go into more of it. Humans. A Brief History of How We Fucked It All Up. Tom Phillips. That's the first chapter about our brain. It goes into the environment. Uh, the second chapter is called uh, Nice Environment You Got There, which is hilarious. 
And then he goes into, you know, a bunch of different times in our life and the history of the world and humans, how we kind of didn't even listen to sensibility and, you know, common sense, etc., and how we can learn from it. I think that's what really the book is about. By the way, I'm flipping through, and this is ridiculous. I just thought I'd share this. This has nothing to do with things you should check out, but it's just too ridiculous not to share it. It's so ridiculous that I can't even find where it is in the book. There it is. Do you know, because our brains are so weird and sometimes simple, we've had manias take over in history? Yeah, manias where people felt compelled to do something and couldn't stop. Manias. There was a dancing mania in the 1300s. I love how they say this. Between the 1300s and the 1600s, that's a lot of mania. That's so much time to have dancing mania. Sometimes involving thousands of people, nobody knows why. People just had a dance. Is it so bad? Maybe not. But what? Here's another one. Laughing epidemics. Since the 1960s, this is recent. Epidemics of unstoppable laughter have occurred in many African schools. One famous outbreak in Tanzania in 1962 lasted a year and a half, and I shouldn't laugh. Forcing schools to temporarily close. There's like too much fucking laughter, people. Go home. There's other there's other manias in this book that they talk about. This book is great. I bring up the mania thing because let's investigate our insides while we do the things we do before we just blanket statement stuff. It's so silly what's going on with so much of what you read and see on the social medias, on the news. People are doubling down on everything to a poisonous level. And they might as well just chill the fuck out. Sonic the Hedgehog has a new trailer. I commented just one word, better. That's it. I'm still not excited. They fixed him a little. And the last thing I'll say is reventure. Uh, Brad showed me this on the last episode of the podcast of So Video Games podcast. And Reventure is a really great little 2D side scrolly game. Kind of an RPG in the way like you're trying to save, I think, a princess. There's probably a bad guy. There's definitely a dragon. But it's really about the many ways you can die. So let's say when you find the old man who gives you a sword, a la Zelda, you can kill the old man. And that's an ending. But it doesn't like ruin anything. It's actually what the game wants you to do. Because then it puts it up and says, like, that's ending one of a hundred. So there's like a hundred different ways you can end this game. And you want to find all of them. It's endlessly fun. Relaxing, cool. I think I have eight endings right now. And good golly. It's funny too. Reventure. It's on Steam. I believe it's on Switch. But as we talked about, was that the game? No, I think it's still just on Steam. Y- you know, use a Google. I don't, I don't know. That's it. This episode's over. We're already at 15 minutes. I like keeping this short. Hopefully you found some good things to check out. Definitely read that book. Check out the Mandela Effect movie trailer because that is just some Cocoa Puffs. Crazy, crazy. 
and end of the fucking world part two. What am I recapping the episode? Jeez Louise. Minecraft Earth came out, by the way. If you like Pokemon Go, give it a shot. I made a little tree with a a sheep and a, a pig or something near my house. I, I built one in virtual space. What good does that do me? This episode's